What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. This episode, we talk about the movie, the live action, the legendary Street Fighter. Bada bing. What's up, guys? How are you? Pretty good. I made, I made the mistake of not having edibles before the movie. True. <laughs> Which is actually uh, simultaneously super funny because of the the, uh, the Zoom uh, chat we were in earlier that we'll probably talk about a little bit, but... It, it this this was a movie. <laughs> this yeah, very you know, very loosely based on a video game. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick before we jump into the movie, something big happened this week. Did you guys see the season two Mandalorian trailer? No. Oh, I didn't see. There's a trailer. You didn't see it? Okay. Well, I guess I have to spoil it now because I just went to go look at it again, and they they gave it up because it it was the number one trending video on YouTube for like two days. Um, but it also has more dislikes than likes. Why? Be- because it was a parody, oh. and um, they got a lot of hate for it because everybody was wanting a real one. They hate art. Oh. Yeah, well, it was it was presented as a real one for 420 <laughs> um, on the official channels. So That's there's awesome. no new footage? Um, kind of. I mean, there might be stuff from the new season. It just ends with teenage baby Yoda smoking a joint and flipping everybody off yes. and telling them to go fuck off and, you know, like... I was only like at a semi this whole time, and then when you just said that, now I'm like fully <laughs> like t- at attention. I was gonna like be like, "Oh, everybody, go check it out!" But now when you go there, go to the thing, they've changed all the info. It says parody in giant letters across the thumbnail and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. um, but I thought it was pretty funny because I was watching it because part of the hilarity of it is like you watch it like, "Oh my god!" And then you're just getting, I, I was getting excited of all the new scenery. It's like, "Oh my god, there he is, there he is!" And then they're like, "You don't know what you have." And then it shows the top of Baby Yoda's head. And then it pans down, and he's just like smoking a joint, and he's like a few years older, or like like human years older. Yeah. And and then he just like flips the bird, and then oh. every, everybody's just arguing with teenage Yoda and stuff. And I was like, that's so funny because like, but is now it, is this teenage mutant ninja Yoda? Yeah. But I don't think that it'll have the same effect now that the thumbnail already says parody because it's yeah. not like funny on its own. There's not any jokes besides Yoda smoking a joint, right? But mm-hmm. if you were getting excited. And then it was like an Andy Kaufman thing. Like I thought it was hilarious by the time it hit me, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I can I can see that forward know, direction. But, it, but that was hilarious. It, it became like number one trending within like minutes, and then yeah. now it has like about a hundred thousand or hundred or a thousand more th- dislikes than it's like seventy two thousand likes and seventy three thousand dislikes. That's great. Mm-hmm. On it's so funny. <laughs> That's funny. anyway. It's becoming like a cultish thing. So. If you know, you know. If you didn't, then they kind of spoil it now because I guess everybody hated it. Well, or spe- not everybody hated it. Enough people hated it. Well, speaking of cultish so. things, this movie. Yeah. Street, well, anyway, Street Fighter. <laughs> the movie. Uh, so uh, this was kind of... I mean, all of us wanted to see it, but Josh kind of suggested it. And I thought it was a good idea. Same here. I mean, I, I kind of just went along with you guys. but Because I remember... Like, Rod was... What did you say? You were like... Uh, I did, Or... I didn't remember it this that it was this bad, like yeah. Back then, and I was like, I I remember just how bad it was. Well, maybe it's because now you know we've been in like Hollywood long enough to like kind of know. Not when I say know how movies are made, not that like we've been on the set of like Star Wars or anything, but that everybody's making films, so you kind of see like how takes are taken and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, we have a better perspective. It is. It was just so weird. It's like. It, the there were so many like reaction shots 
where it was clear that the person didn't know what they were reacting to, but the director's like, be shocked. It's a very similar thing with the way we cut stuff today. So when we're watching these movies, we see the, the edits and the cuts, and we're like, that didn't even make any sense. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, yes and no, but the thing, like, the, the it's going to happen. Like, it happens in movies today. Yeah. But, like, it shouldn't be apparent. Like, <laughs> you know, like, the eye lines match and, like, just reactions match. Like, like they should, yeah. you know? Um, I don't know. That, and then there was a, specifically one place that might have happened before. And I can't, I, I, I don't know if it was in the original one or if there was something they were trying to crop out. But there was one specific shot that oh. lasted for like a second and a half where like all the uh, Shadowloo soldiers like were running in or out of a building. And it was so clearly like zoomed in to cropped footage. Mm-hmm. You know, like and we were like, what, what was that why, camera? Yeah, why did that crop in like that? <laughs> and it just went away. This is some random shot that didn't even match anything else. Gosh, there. I think there was a lot of moments like that. Uh, uh, if we look at it in the technical sense, because there were times where I was like drifting off of con- like a focus, and then all of a sudden something weird would like be loud or like color would pop crazy mm-hmm. and would bring, suck me back into the movie. <laughs> I yeah. like that the explosions were like literal fireworks. They weren't actual <laughs> like explosions. That's what I was saying too. When the car bl- or the tanks or the car blew up, I was like, what, "Was it well, fireworks?" Well, the thing with the weapons, yeah, yeah, yeah it was like yeah. Roman candles, like in a box or something. Yeah, you know, the, going this off. was like, why were there fireworks? And they're like, "Well, duh, those were the weapons." <laughs> the, they were supposed to be guns, though, right? Uh, well, I said it was uh, better than the uh, uh, tennis ball shooters. Yeah, but see, that was on purpose. True. Like, I kind of like even that put tennis ball shooters in it at that point why don't you just have a big box full of nothing i don't know for, for people <laughs> who have no idea what we're talking about uh, ken and ryu yeah that's the, they're well, scheming they, yeah they were like selling some weapons or something like that trying to make some dough quick dough man which but, is like, so weird I, I i get that they put those in place to like the fool i guess their plan was to fool them long enough to run away with the money you know mm-hmm. right um everybody seemed like that was everybody's plan yeah but the but the whole thing thing about having nerf guns basically in there right. that was so 90s so i was like oh, okay you know it was really cool that humor reminded me of that you know <laughs> and how serious everyone looked too like cocking the guns you're like going through this like montage of people like touching them yeah and then they they use them on <laughs> ken and ryu and tennis ball shooters so yeah i remember the opening with chun li so vividly with ming na win that <sighs> might have been the first time i saw ming na win i'm not sure but i think yeah. so that was so. a, that was great. Her through the whole movie was fantastic. Yeah, I think she was she was definitely like the best actor. Yeah, um, she definitely played <coughs> like that '90s like heroine. You know, mm-hmm. um, to the point where it was so it was very overstated that she was like the um, like the anti misogyny. You know, because all the guys like yeah. most of the guys in it were I don't know they had to know they were making a bad movie. Because, like, some of the guys had some, like, weird, like, I get that they used to be in those movies, but they went out of their way to, like, be really creepy sometimes, you know? Definitely. Like, like what? Like, uh, I remember, like, M. Bison said, like, you can go to my place as long as, or no, no, Giles, like, he's like, maybe we can meet after this if you come in that dress. And I was like, it's like, okay, like all this in, insinuous things, mm, but also you don't, you're like, what did he mean but, by but, that? But also it didn't help that Jean-Claude Van Damme, I had totally, now the room makes so much sense. Why Tommy Maso thought he could make that? <laughs> yeah. Because like Jean-Claude Van Damme was like not too far from a Tommy Wiseau performance in this. Yeah. In his dialogue. I, have you I, seen Van Damme movies fan. though? I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I've seen them all, man. And I've like dragged like, myself through them, but. I've I love really, some of them, but 
the quest was one of them that came up. Like, that I, I, that Universal, I Universal Soldier. I love Universal Soldier. Yeah, I don't. As long as he like does the spin kick, like that legendary Van Dam double spin kick, mm-hmm. and he did. So it, I was happy. It was wanting too much suspension of disbelief for me. Because yeah. we already opened up with like I'm some, somehow going to believe that this accent is the all American soldier. Exactly, Fuck, that's fine. Okay, so that's the first disassociation, and then it just kept drifting further and further. Like they named him William for some reason. <laughs> like it, it was most of these characters. It, it just I felt like the writers, the screenplay writer, whoever wrote the script, didn't know the characters in so many ways, and we're going to keep getting more into that. But with Guile, like. They're like William something Guile, unless there's some lore there. And, you know, admittedly, I don't know a lot about Street Fighter lore. Same here. I, I don't ever remember him having like a first name, middle initial. You know, I thought it was just Guile something. Mm. You know, it was just like his tags, right? Because, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I wonder if the his dog tags in the game showed like um, a W something. I don't think Guile. so. I mean, I just did a quick search and it still just says Guile. It still doesn't say his real name anywhere. Yeah. You know, speaking of Guile, let me like rant a little bit because I, I, I heard, or it could be just my head because this would just be something that I would create delusionally. No, just playing, but um, like rumors that Van Damme wouldn't do Guile's haircut. Because of because he's because he's Van Dam, he's like I know I'm gonna portray me. It's gonna be me. Um, mm. but I'm but I'm just so you know just so happens to be that I'm Guile. So he was like totally against doing any like prosthetics or anything like that. Mm. I think I remember something like it, that. It, he didn't feel like Guile to me. No. And the uh, the movie, much like other like Super Mario Brothers or the Mortal Kombat movie and stuff. I feel like would have been much better movies had they just not been associated with the properties that they were associated with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they could let loose of all the weirdness that they uh, were trying to force, like everybody's costumes randomly at the end of the movie, and like Balrog's got back boxing gloves on. And, and I, he's like, I was like, where do you get the boxing gloves from? <laughs> I just... Yeah, my whole... I, I remember, because I, I haven't seen this movie probably almost since it came out. Like, it's been that long. And going back, I remember it. It's pretty much the same, like, as I remember it. Like, I remember mm-hmm. walking into it and being like, why? Why is this doing this? Like, why are these <laughs> people like this? And there's so many weird storyline to try to force all these people together. I get it because, like, the original, at least at this point in time, like, there's more lore now than there was then, obviously. Mm-hmm. But up to this point in time, it was basically a championship to go around the world fighting people to uh to win kind of like the honor of yeah. going to fight this tyrannical horrible person so mm-hmm. i guess they're trying to do that i guess they're all trying to fight to see who could fight him bison but i don't know that's part of that's part of like what i was saying like it felt like whoever wrote this wasn't aware like wasn't didn't know the story you know like cause yeah. there wasn't a lot of story like pretty much what you just said was exactly story. of the time the movie came out that was the story of the game mm-hmm. and they were like that's all you had to present to us we didn't need a backstory of like hostages that we only saw at the beginning and the end and Man. like now chun lee's backstory i believe was the original one like that yeah, she was avenging her father's death that's cool um i don't know if she was a reporter I do remember when I first saw the movie, I was like, oh, Chun Li's a reporter. And then I found out she's like undercover. I'm like, that, sure. You know what? We can do that because at least at the core of it, she's still like a, 
a warrior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she snuck her way in. I don't know how much I bought the whole like E Honda and Balrog were her film crew thing. That's mm-hmm. funny though. Yeah, that's weird. Like Balrog kind of because he he kind of mentioned something about how he was kind of a has been boxer because of something that happened with all this, you know. Mm-hmm. E Honda was a little confusing because um if there's anything like there's so little backstory behind pretty much everything all the characters of street fighter yeah that the most identifying thing that they have besides their look is their country of origin right <laughs> and they went out of their way to explain that e honda was from hawaii right yeah that he which, wasn't Japanese, he was actually Samoan or whatever. Yeah, which was interesting because I was like, I mean, I guess it's not that important, but at the same time, it's weird that they went out of their way to say you're from Hawaii, right? And like that added nothing to the story. No. Like, mm-hmm. I, he he could have just been a character, you know, in there yeah. if they didn't want to make him like purely Japanese because they they had this like Thailand or Vietnam setting, mm-hmm. and it's like if they don't want to do Japan because of whatever reason, then he's just him, and then you know, like we. We kind of fill in our heads like where he's from. Or we don't care where he's from, you know? His best yeah. scene by far was getting whipped twice and <laughs> have no reaction at all. And then what's his face asks him, how so, did you do that? Yeah. That's a good segue. So that was one of the things I kept telling Vince. Every maybe three minutes, I was like, everything is so sexual in this. Like the way <laughs> things are framed. Like I kept waiting for Ken and Ryu to make make out and stuff, and then the it came to a head at um, right after he got E Honda got whipped, and uh, Balrog had figured out how to like break out of the chains. Oh, so yeah. he looks at E Honda and he's like, "Can you give me a hand here?" And E Honda's like, "Hey, I've only been in prison for two hours." And I was like, "I did not catch that as a kid." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I'd need a month before that." <laughs> oh gosh, I loved uh, Guile's bad hair dye. I don't know if you watched see that at all. Like his hair was like dyed on the side. You could tell like it wasn't all the way dyed. Oh, good. It was like that was the the, the only thing he would go as far as doing. If he would have just had the flat top like he normally has, Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, fine. I get he's guile and his hair isn't like crazy like a tree like normally. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like a tree stump. I also don't know why they chose guile to be the leader of this story. Like I think it would have been much better because the people that are kind of like the mains in the game are Ryu and Ken. Yeah. And, and it's funny cause they call him Ryu too. So, but they, American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of get got, be, making guy like the lead, especially after casting Van Damme. Yeah. But it, just because the era when everything was like this gritty realism. And so ha- having like a military setting, I guess kind of made sense. Mm hmm. But I, I get you. Like I was just like, eh, okay, sure, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the casting for Ken was like awful. Like, what the heck, man? Yeah, I would <laughs> it, unless they, which they did. They kept calling him Ken every three seconds. Yeah. I just wouldn't have known. But you know what was surprising was when Ryu and Ken first popped up. I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot that uh, Ryu went on to play Kovach in Altered Carbon. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so wild because I don't. I think both Ryu and Ken were like not great castings for this movie. Yeah, I didn't oh, mind Ryu, but at the same time, I I don't feel like their story was anything close to the game. I mean, it's just weird. <laughs> I was unclear. Did I miss something, or did you guys catch what is their story? The only thing I caught was that they trained together, but were are they like scammers or like what like what was going on there? Because I couldn't quite figure out like what their motive was until they changed like 
save each other at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it but seems like they the were way. stealing from bad people, but that's also being kind of bad people. And at the end, he's like, oh, well, I'm glad that I you know met you because I didn't want to be you kind of deal. So that, That's the only I time know. I got a clue of like what they were doing. That was yeah. that one conversation with that other person? I forget who it was, but yeah, he said... Like that's that doesn't make it good any better, you know. You're well, they're doing it. the Robin Hood thing, but they're not oh. giving the money back. They're just keeping it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But then, like, so with stealing from the Ryu and Ken. So that's the thing, though, is like visually, I thought like Jean Claude Van Damme, like besides his hair not being right, yeah. like okay, that fits as a guy. Well, I could say that you know he's like a very chiseled like white guy, you know, that I believe would be in the military or something. That mm-hmm. arm shot, cut to that arm shot. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, that's his ending pose in one of the Street Fighter games, you know? Ah, it's like American um, flag on the Cammy, I thought, was a really good um, casting, except yeah. that... She was the best. She, and I don't know if she's the best, but like she was... To me, Vega was the best. Vega, huh? He's like, He's good. exactly what I imagined a real-life Vega would have been. Mm. You know, as far as... Yeah, as far as that, I, I would have to but reconsider. Cammy, Cammy was really good, except that Cammy and Chun-Li... Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is generally like this, but I think, uh, Josh, I think you sent me a uh, a muscle, like a bodybuilder dressed up as Chun Li once a while back. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how most people, I think most people, if you haven't, you can go look it up. There's like a bodybuilder that did a Chun Li cosplay and she's so muscled up, like oh, all over, especially in her legs and stuff. Redonkulous. And that's how most, I think, most fans are like perceive. Those two characters from the game being in real life, is yeah, Cammy supposed, would have their built jacked. legs too. Yeah, yeah, mainly because Cammy's moves are almost all legs. You know, she does oh, the scissor yeah. kicks and stuff like Flips that. You know? and kicks, but yeah, bes- it's bes- amazing. Besides, it definitely the, looks they, like the most like the what the character is. Yeah, like if they weren't going to go for it was between those two. If they weren't going to go for the the muscle up, you know, yeah, then Kylie Minogue worked out, and she was a known. Fa- it made sense. She was like a big star at the time. She had a lot of hit songs, you know, around the world. She's also British, you know. Like, I love her. Yeah, I love her accent. But that's the thing is, Cammy. She was British. That was her whole thing. Is she was the British version of Guile, the British mm-hmm. female version of Guile. You know, it was a whole. She was added. It was weird. That was in the era when Street Fighter Two had like sixteen variations. You know. Oh yeah. So like, yeah. Cammy was added in as the. Um, uh, the new challengers edition with T Hawk and everything. Yeah, yeah, and DJ was in it, and it was as when the Super uh, Street Fighter came out. I don't know if yeah. it, they had that straight to arcade at first, or if that was like a Super Nintendo it, port. It, so, it, it was in the arcade. I remember it okay. being an arcade. What, what year did was all that? Well, ninety four was the f- original, or no, not ninety four. Ninety one was the original, um, and then I, it just kept having different iterations of it. That's what I yeah because I didn't follow Street Fighter very closely, but it like it's not it's not like Tekken where they're in like ten or eleven or whatever or like a Final Fantasy where they're even further right. There's only like three Street Fighters like no, no, there's five five or six. I mean that's only counting like numbers. They had Street Fighter Alpha. They had there's a bunch of that was four, I guess. No, 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 no. Street Fighter Alpha is completely separate from the numbers. Yeah. No shit. Well, they even had Street Fighter the movie, which is based yeah, the on game. is like basically like Mortal Kombat, where That's everybody what we was played pictures. in that arcade. Right? Yeah, I remember that game <laughs> so well. And then uh, near where we live, there's a barcade that has it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is how I know this barcade is legit. They have this deep cut. Yeah. It's so deep. That okay, let's talk a second for that. That game. That box is a meme in itself. That game is the most broken fighting game like <laughs> ever because i there's a, you can look up somebody else talking about this but the apparently there's a whole horror story about them making this game mm-hmm. like the capcom like hired out a third party to do it 
and I forget what company did it, but the company that did it wasn't very good at what they did. Anyway, they came out with another game that's historically bad. They're like, why did you hire these guys? And then they only <laughs> had like a day with all those characters, and a few things happened. I think like Raul Julia had already died. Yeah. And they, they were already like trying to hide his scenes in the movie as they're finishing. Wow. And um, so someone else plays Ambison in there. They decided to put um, Akuma in there, even yeah. though he wasn't in the movie at all. And then they, so the only character that doesn't appear in the Street Fighter movie is Fei Long. Mm. And he wasn't in the game either, which is really odd because I think in the Capcom, like, um, contract or something like that, they were like, you have to include all the characters, you know? <laughs> and then no one really explained why Fei Long wasn't in there. But then all of a sudden this Captain Sawada was in there. Yeah. Guess what that guy's real name is? What? Sawada. Like, that's his actual real oh, name. Oh, crazy. I think that they were, I think there's like these uh, urban legends or some hearsay or whatever that he, someone financially involved with the movie had a vested interest in this guy and was mm. trying to make him the breakout star of this movie. Whoa. What's how? It's, He's like barely in it. That, that's the thing is like, I, I, he, he doesn't exist in Street Fighter lore at all. Yeah. And, Sawada. And he was put into the game. What? He's, well, a, he's the movie a character. game. Yeah, the movie, the game. Yeah. Um, and even though he had no powers, and I don't even think we saw him fight in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if we did, he was in the background with a bunch of other people. But he, in the game, they gave him this whole power set and everything. No shit. And then, you know, I, I didn't notice this bad before, but like before I knew he was like weird. But then we rewatched it just now. It's <laughs> like he, all his dialogue is ADR. It's so weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ADR actually lot, in this movie. There's a lot of ADR, but I don't know. I don't think it's him doing his ADR. No. Uh-oh. It sounded like a completely different person. <laughs> because then he did his best scene is the one where he's speaking in Japanese, I think. Yeah. And then they cut to that Godzilla gag. Yeah. Yeah. There's well, a lot of gags in this movie, man. There's a uh, lot yeah. of stuff going around in the background. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, Let's talk about those for a minute. See, I think that was a strong point in the movie is the 90s humor. Yeah. yeah. And also well, DJ is the only one that's aware that's a bad movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's, you said he's the audience. Yeah. I loved so much when they cut to Ihanda and uh, Zangief, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like stomping away on that model. See, I do think Zangief was a spot on casting. Yeah, he looked yeah. it. He looked it, but he also sound. He's what I imagine Zangief was going to sound like. He was big enough, you know. He had the scars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the end, like all of them had their final form. Like and the Zangief, weird chest hair. Zangief had the scars, the weird chest hair. Z- uh, Saget had the the slice across his chest, you know, mm. and the one eye. But yeah, Zangief, whoever played him, like that was spot on. Like I thought he was kind of like a dumb big oaf, you know. And, mm-hmm. I did. I was like, I yelled out to Rod. I was like, man, I wish they would just cut to Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk at, for uh, Blanco. <laughs> Seriously, because that, that would have been better. Makeup and whatnot looked awful. Oh God, <laughs> he's look. He's pretty much like it was like the Hulk. Only it was probably worse to be honest. Like the fighting was just not. I don't know. It, yeah, it wasn't wasn't there, man. It, it like it, it was weird because like Zangief was a great casting. Even I didn't even think Balrog by the end. Uh, when he was in the gloves, even though they didn't explain how he got him, he looked like the character I remember from the game. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, like they had to over accentuate that like giant like haircut that he has, like the yeah. M or whatever. And it's like, why? That what's the even point of this? Like you're p- picking and choosing so many things that have no bearing, like uh, no meaning for this movie, like to ha- <laughs> actually happen. Like, it was interesting too. I don't know why they had to be a conscious decision, but so many of the characters had their—I don't know what you call it. You know when you both pick the same character in a game, 
and then the second player gets the color swap. Yeah. Yeah. So many of the characters had the second player character uh, color swap. Yeah. Ooh. Like Chun Li uh, had it. Chun Li had it. Guile was blue instead of the green. At least mm. at the yeah, at the beginning. At the yeah. end where he had like all of his he had like the tank top off, he finally looked at least similar to his normal counterpart, but Yeah, but no, but it was the blue that is the second player color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he had the tank top and everything. He never appeared in his green and Chun Li never appeared in her blue. Yeah, it was right. Which is so random, yeah. And she never did the kicks. She didn't do the bur- whirlwind kick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she didn't do the lightning kick either. Uh, that's what... Uh, I actually wrote it down here. I was like, man, Chun-Li never did the super kick shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. There was only one real, like, superpower, superpowers. Like, the one point in time where you kind of see a flash from Ryu. Oh, yeah. Ryu. But he and- doesn't say Hadouken. No, no, he doesn't say flashes. it, or maybe he mouthed it and tried to say it, and they just didn't. They cut it out. But and then Bison, you, and then he gives that whole explanation of how he, his power works and all that. Yeah, exactly. Like that was like there was that one shot of Bison though, like fighting with all the TV monitors in the background. Actually, looked like a scene from the video game, though. Like, kind of, yeah. There's like the one shot where they're kind of like on the stage going back and forth, like from one side to the other. It's like, oh, this one at this one point in the movie actually feels a tiny bit like that video game. You know, yeah. you, when you're talking about picking and choosing details, mm-hmm. so they had obviously scrapped the whole idea. I don't know if you guys remember what M. Bison's like stage looked like in Street Fighter 2. Nah, I can't it was kind remember. of like this outdoor fighting arena in Thailand, and mm-hmm. there was a giant bell in the background. Oh, yeah, you were talking and, about the bell. Yeah, and there, I remember there. this is back when the, in like at recess there'd be all these rumors about Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, you know, and we were like, oh, you, you can go into the bell, blah, blah. It didn't do anything. It was in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so we just threw that away to have this like command center, which is fine, whatever. It's a movie, you know. Mm-hmm. But then out of nowhere, there, that giant bell is hanging in the middle of that room. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know if it was there before or just at the end scene. That's another one of those, like the Godzilla thing. They threw just like, random. he just gets banged on the bell a few times. And then the Capcom like fighting joysticks on his console for some reason to control the mind. Yes. That was pretty funny. Did you see and the Capcom the, barrel? Yeah. The Capcom barrel. He, 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 <laughs> he almost winked at the camera when he showed it, like the way he opened it up. Bison's oh. my best scene for Bison is when he's behind the the curtain thing or the separator and he's throwing his clothes up and changes his into his smoking jacket and oh, he comes yes. out and then he changes his hat to to his sleeping hat. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the M Bison robe going on. Yeah, and he's got like a hat for different hours, man. Oh, and then he pans over and it's he's like a painter too, but he's painting himself as a sad yeah. clown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it was kind of funny how they kind of painted, um, no, no pun intended, uh, M. Bison to be kind of like this weekly narcissist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, he was strong. I don't know. I don't... It's under- confusing. I don't know, yeah, like what the thing is or what the rules are in this universe. You know mm. what really confused me was his ending. He gets zapped and dies, but then his chest starts like... Compressing. And he turns into this other thing, I guess. And it's adrenaline and stuff and... So, so in the game, I do remember him having like a berserk mode or something like that, right? You beat him, and then he like gets super strong, and in, you gotta beat him again. In some of the versions, yeah, because I, I, I remember that. So or, maybe that's what it was. Or if you're playing, depending on what version you play, it might be Akuma might come and beat him up, and then you fight him. Or that's something. right. I remember that too. I don't. I mean, this is one of those things that I get. I can't be surprised that they didn't follow from the games because of the Hollywood and everything in the '90s. But like, 
if they were going to be accurate, instead of electricity, it would have been fire, which would have been really cool, but probably expensive. Yeah. Because the whole thing in all the Street Fighter games was either blue or red fire. That's, yeah. Yeah. Because Blanco was blue. Well, they couldn't even, like, give the boat, like, an actual see-through. Like, it's like, it's stealth. It's like, well, for one, okay, for one, let's let's just go back a little bit. You're going to end this movie with with a stealth boat. (laughs) I actually wrote this down as well. (laughs) Like, what on earth are you thinking? And then for two, like, okay, it's going stealth. And they put all these plastic visors on their helmet for some <laughs> stupid reason. I and then fun of it's the barely, so like, much. see-through. Like, not even. Yeah. But, all right, so, yeah, it's, this scene cracked me up so much. <laughs> and I I talked over the entire scene because I was just <laughs> sort of like, what the hell was that? What the heck? The representation of the stealth <laughs> mode was ridiculous. Like it looked like they were going, like they were going in there like warp speed. Like they guess even what? had visors. We're gonna we're gonna try to sneak in there with a freaking loud boat. How about that? Also, yeah, that is so large that it cuts through the water and leaves a visible gap. Uh huh. <laughs> which which happens in the movie, and Bison looks out and he's like, "What? What? They're, why were they? Where were they doing?" They're all looking at it like, "Well, they oh. start blowing stuff up too." Like, "Okay, we're yeah. gonna go in here like a stealth," and they start shooting things up, and they're like, "Oh, well, what's going on?" And then if they wouldn't have shot anything, like apparently with you know movie, they would have just snuck in. But you know, they're blowing stuff up around. I, I lost track so many times of like who was going where and why they were doing stuff. And, yeah, and so crazy. They they God going back to the ADR thing. Even though there's so much stuff ADR'd. There was at least one, and there might have more, one point where they just didn't care. Because remember when um, they did like the quote-unquote like live feed of Chun-Li like releasing that truck down the hill? Yeah. She takes off the oh, mask, yeah. and she smiles and stuff. The whole, like, the last three or four words, like, she doesn't say anything on her face, but mm-hmm. the dialogue keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they just decided to change the dialogue completely, not cut away, and not fix it in post. Yeah. So weird. That's so <laughs> or like weird. maybe they cut the dialogue first, and then like they just didn't get the full thing when they were something. Cutting. I don't know. Who knows? It was weird too because it's like you didn't have to include that weird part for her. You could just cut to the truck rolling down the hill. That's mm-hmm. would have been. I mean, there were so many moments like that for me. Like like whoa, well, that was a weird cut. Like why did they do that? <sighs> yeah, there was a lot of those like nodding at something ambiguous mm-hmm. as you know. And then yeah, the over sexualized. Like uh, ways that they read their scripts, it was super interesting. Yeah, like when uh, Vega and Sagat were in prison, that first shot, they're so close to each other over each other's shoulders and oh, stuff. Yeah. And I think Sagat was actually smoking cigarettes. Like, did they did they just screw? Was like that? Was that what we're? He could had his like finger <laughs> up his butt the whole time. They were so close. I love that. Uh, you know, Guile's not not just American, but it's like I feel like GI Joe did this too, to where they're like. Hey, okay, we're gonna send this movie around the world. Uh, we can't have them being American. Let's uh, have like a United Nations kind of feel to this. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, just funny. It was a uh, Team America, exactly. The, the the closest thing that they had to like being like the global tournament, which is actually the whole thing of Street Fighters, the global yeah. warrior or whatever, was the globe global TV network or whatever that Chun Li was a reporter for. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's in the original game. Or uh, not? I don't but remember that. At least not yeah. in the couple that I had. Mm-hmm. At least uh, I had Super Street Fighter on uh, Super Nintendo. So, yeah, oh, I, I used to love any. that game too. Like, and I, I had the uh, there's a controller that came out at the time, and it was like a it was called the Turbo Touch 360, I think, <laughs> and uh, it didn't have buttons. It just when you put your thumb down, 
uh, that's when it started working. So and it was like basically uh, an octagon, and you just oh. kind of moved your thumb around. That's cool. And like the the, the commercials were like, "You're going to be amazing," and they're showing that hard, really hard move that Zangief does. That you have to do like the, the 180 kind of circle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's, it's like the hardest move in the game to actually accomplish, especially with a normal like D pad. And so they're like, look at this. And like, oh man, I really want to do all these moves. And like, I got this thing and it was like the worst thing ever. It, <laughs> it didn't, and you had like, you had to take your thumb off the controller constantly, or if not, you're going to be walking one way or the other. So total fail. It was useless, useless. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was the representation of the fighters from the game, their fighters moves game versus movie. Mm-hmm. We, there was a lot of like re- representation of that. And some were weaker than others, and obviously cool. there wasn't that much. But it was special effects. At it was all, all right. pick and choose, though. Like right. Ryu doesn't say Hadouken, and he does something that's vaguely similar to it. But Cammy does her scissor kick and yells it. Yeah. yeah. And then what were uh, E Honda? We see him do the hand. Slap. Yeah. Ken's uh, was the worst. Ken did like the with the oh, Hurricane jump up. Yeah, the hurricane. No. Thing. Yeah, he did the Hurricane and the Hurricane kick, yeah. but it cropped it weird. Like, it was trying to hide. I mean, obviously, it was hiding something, but... but yeah, yeah, like, they couldn't do the shit. He didn't even come off the ground at all with that punch. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was weird. We all shouted out, like, oh, that was... Oh, sorry. Oh, that was it. <laughs> that, like, that was terrible. What else was there? There, Oh, there was... There was uh, obviously, the big one is Bison flying across the screen, but... Yeah. Uh, trying to add something from the oh. game, I'm sure. Uh, Van Damme, I mean Giles, uh, the backflip kicks, the Sonic boom kick. Sonic yeah. Boom oh kicks. yeah, yeah. He did two of them in a row for some reason. And then uh, what then, else was then there? that one weird shot where it had to been in his contract because it didn't fit the aesthetic of the rest of the movie, where he did the kick in Bison's face and it repeated it three times for three different angles. Mm. That's the Van Damme kick. That's yeah. that legendary. Every movie, every single movie yep. he's in, he does this like where his legs like go open, yeah, and you're just staring at his crotch because his legs are split. But he's <laughs> kicking the dude twice in the face, so it's amazing. Yeah, everything's over sexualized in this movie too. It's crazy. They tried to, they really tried to ground this movie in like an actual real world, and I think that's the one thing they shouldn't have done. I mean, if it's gonna be crazy and gonna have people fighting they have all these crazy moves with like hadoukens and who knows what and <laughs> and like you know characters like uh blanca and dalsim where they're you know they're just they're out there all of the characters are out there with all these moves why not just make it in some like universe to, you know where the this stuff can happen right that's what i couldn't figure out is i don't i couldn't figure out the rules to this universe mm-hmm. because from the beginning everybody's like over the top personality wise Mm-hmm. And then by the end, they had these hints of these superpowers. Yeah, but like th- they didn't commit either way. It's like they were like, it- it's like that. Um, you know the friend that keeps backpedaling whenever they t- tell you something. Like, oh, they were up to me. I do this, blah blah blah. And you're like, okay, do it. And they're like, I mean, I, I, I not now. Be I'm like, not, well, you know, you know, my ankle sore. So Veronica I, Vaughn. I just made a sandwich. <laughs> so like the. I was like, are you going to do it or are you not? You got to tell me what the rules are here in this universe, like. <laughs> It was like uh like I thought with Dalsim, so a that was just so disappointing. Like to even me- to mention him, to bother mentioning him, and then like not have him do any of the things. Anything like he, he used to blow fire, stretch. You know, like I was gonna say, Dalsim was and, a stretch, but yeah, not really. It was, it was the only thing that wasn't a stretch. <laughs> but they went to the trouble of showing that mutagen stuff spilling on him too. Yeah, right. 
And then nothing came of it. You even mm. gave him a, a way to stretch. But then, then he was bald, and we got no explanation why. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Whenever I saw it at the beginning, or the when when it came out, I was like, "Why? Why is he bald? Why is this? Why did we not see anything from him? If you know this stuff's going on, because he could have just been bald from the beginning. He's just been a bald scientist. Like, yeah. I don't know, like why. But I don't remember if Dalsim was ever supposed to be. I thought he was. I think he was a yogi in the game. Yeah, from like I think he's from India. Yeah, well, I know he's Indian, but I mean, I think he was like a yogi, like a like a like a master, like a yeah. you know, like I don't think he was a doctor or anything necessarily. No, he was not a master medicine masturbator because he had the uh, skulls around his neck. Like he, he was kind of like a witch doctor almost, you know, kind of vibe. Yeah, exactly. Everything um, he, every move he'd do, he'd say yoga in front of it. Yoga flame, yeah, yoga right. fire, and he had no pupils. Like the whole thing was like he was some sort of like deity almost, you know? Right. Yeah, that's what I say. Like all, all the stuff in this game is definitely like super. You know, influence. Such. I just don't know why they couldn't separate that and just hey, let's do something fun. I mean, Mortal Kombat is immediately that. You know, so yeah, yeah they're just like fuck it, as ninjas. Yeah, like <laughs> ninjas know? with superpowers. And th- that was the, so Blanca. I didn't even think about this until we watched it this time. But the whole Blanca situation is the Martha of this movie. Yeah. So I, we got upset with Batman v Superman with Martha, mm-hmm. but Street Fighter Two did it first, or Street yeah. Fighter the movie did it first <laughs> because with Blanca. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing: is uh, I do remember Guile always had his friend Charlie. He was either friends with or avenging in the games. Mm-hmm. And Blanca's first name was Carlos. I I, th- I remember that from the bio screens in in the arcade. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were like, "Oh, Charlie is Blanca," because Charlie could be short for Carlos. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I guess that's clever." That does not check out whatsoever. <laughs> like, because, like, especially in the 90s, where it's like, you know, we were, I mean, things were international, but like a lot less than yeah. it is now. Yeah. Like, the game presents that all these people are like complete strangers, completely cut off from each other because of their localities. Mm-hmm. So, like, E Honda being from Japan means that he doesn't know Guile besides fighting because Guile's American. He's like G.I. Joe. Right. Yeah. And so, G.I. Joe doesn't know Brazilian Blanca, who's you know presumably living in the forest, you know, some sort of like monster <laughs> of electricity and stuff, you know. And so like they they just took it and you're like, oh, they they grew up as best friends and served with each other. Like, when what the heck? Like, then the, the evil Russian person turned him evil, turned him into Blanca. Yeah, but then but well, that was a whole other thing that's a whole different thing was um the uh when guile was on the news i get that they're trying to play him as being arrogant and everything mm. but he like he's like charlie i'm coming for you he's like why would you fucking sell exactly. out your friend like that yeah like oh you're charlie <laughs> well i guess that gives him a reason not to kill him because he was killing those other guys like yeah just fight me yeah but i mean still look if i had like like if vince got kidnapped by like the shadow lou uh-huh. i wouldn't be like my friend and bandmate, who am I care about, is in your possession. <laughs> he has I'm a gluten come allergy get him. That, that you could use against me. You know, like <laughs> I love, I love, like going back to the boat scene. Like they, they got this weird, like '80s sounding track going on uh, in the background. Oh my god! Yeah. And then he puts in a videotape so that he can look at the last, like, second of him hanging out with his friend. Charlie, yeah. I'm like, why? You're in the stealth boat. You're getting ready for a mission. You want to get be sad again before you go in? What's going on? That was something I pointed out to Vince. Was I was like that moment that they put in there of him putting the 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 videotape in in place of a cassette tape. Uh huh. Like led me to believe that the imagery that they were showing to Blanca when they switched it to the pleasant imagery and for some reason Martin Luther King um, was coming from the boat, right? It trans. 
or because uh, to me it was like oh he put this videotape in with charlie in like a wedding or something like that it segued right into and it, it segued into the thing it's like okay so somehow he's transmitting over there and then vince was like no that's dulcie i'm like well yeah but we, yeah i think he's the one who's with such weird details that they put it was close proximity of each other right mm-hmm. speaking they may of think it might be actually connected but might it's probably not <laughs> at that point you know, we were both like, well, could be both. Yeah. <laughs> like, God knows. Maybe, like, he, uh, Dalsim intercepted it and then had to accept in order to get it to start or something. I don't know. Mm. But, uh, speaking of the soundtrack or, or like any type of music, this whole soundtrack was crazy. I, I actually kind of dug it. it was I dug like, the soundtrack, yeah. Is it was like Ice Cube, MC Hammer, Far Side, mm. uh, Assault and Pepper, or something like that. No, 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 they didn't have Salt and Pepper. They had Angelique Kidjo, which is a super surprise. She's oh, an yeah. international. She's like an international superstar, like from Africa. Kylie, mm. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the I, second I, CD I ever got. Was this? I remember CD for the soundtrack for this. I thought oh, it was wow. ironic though that they didn't have a Kylie Minogue song on there. That's true. Yeah. She was great. I can't. She's in the movie. Yeah, and the, but she didn't have her song, and she ha- she was like the height of her like pop career, you know. And Agent uh, M- Melinda May, <laughs> yeah. and she did a good job. Um, I love how like all these smaller characters, whether it be Balrog or uh, T Hawk, like there's just uh, or even even E Honda a little bit to where they're like they need to try to establish some information about them so you care about them and they're like just, just throwaway lines like me and my he ruined my boxing career and oh, <laughs> all yeah. this stuff and at T Hawk they're like he's like I wear this because blah 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 good, good luck yeah <laughs> good you luck three of them. Like, you yeah. had said something about that T Hawk like so he was one of the worst castings there was a bunch of like this yeah T Hawk was not nearly big enough. Yeah, he well, was like a tiny guy. Like I felt like that his whole thing in the games was that the reason he was a fighter was because he was unusually large. He was like a Zangief, but right. Native American. DJ's real small too. I mean, he looks like he's not even a fi- he's not even a fighter in the movie, but like you know. Yeah, he's always real tall and big. And yeah, I, I did like how they kind of. I always got the impression from the game that DJ was a smartass, mm-hmm. and they they definitely portrayed that in the movie. Yeah. And <laughs> at the beginning, I said, "Oh, DJ is the audience," and then by the end. It, it played true kind of like ironically that like he you know he got duped and i'm like mm-hmm. i feel like he does right now yeah with this yep. movie because i got about 20 seconds at the end of what i felt like street Fighter, like the moment they all made the pose yeah. oh yeah together i was like that's that's what the movie should have been from the beginning just mm-hmm. them posing just commit to the ridiculousness yeah i really you know, think like, like they could have made a better movie if they were like we need to form a team to go into this thing and we went around the world and basically challenged people to fight and if, you know, basically they could put up, you know, against us, then they can be part of the team. And they just went around the mm-hmm. world picking all these people up and then they'd fly in. Like, it'd make more sense than, oh, gosh, this crazy hodgepodge of just like throwing people together. Like, it, like you couldn't, half the time you couldn't even follow it. Like, you're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Why are they over here? Like, we know the game. And so we're like, oh, we know who these people are. But like, it doesn't, if about- you didn't know the game, you wouldn't have any idea what's going on. The uh, another great scene that I loved was just watching Bison snap people's necks and throwing them down into that hole. <laughs> that, that got me. That was part of the whole thing. I don't know the rules of this universe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because is he just supposed to be strong? Yeah. Like because he, he, no he idea. Like you said about the painting himself, he kind of comes across as a dork, right? And he's just like a like a strong political figure. He's like the shadow Lou Donald Trump, mm. you know. And, and but then like in this opening scene, they they like kind of portrayed him as being. You know, like a like a super strong like like a super soldier or something like that. Just you know, something else. Yeah, keep going. So I, I was like, I don't I don't know what the rules are here. You know, it's funny about just what you're saying. You don't not know what the rules are. There was a point where Guile 
comes out he he like survives and cammy he looks they're like both looking yeah. at each other and he, he realizes she's tearing up and he puts her hand out and puts it on her chin and i'm like this would be like the perfect dude moment like to kiss the girl and he just like looks away, looks away and goes over <laughs> to the two dudes and was like high five guys and he's like hanging out over next to the guys i was like I mean, yo what happened to the little like romance that could happen but the thing is he had no romantic interest with any of the it, characters it, i think uh, he, he the just, most at least like he was like that's a one great woman or whatever like when she escapes or, oh yeah, yeah. that was weird though is like because of the way the rest of everything else worked outside of that scene it came across to me as just like a dude bro being like kind of impressed that she got away, you know? Yeah. I I always laugh at times in these 90s or 80s movies when stuff like that happens, when like the guy like ignores the girl and then goes like celebrates with the guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Die Hard? Yeah. <laughs> and it's always like the bromance so, is, was hotter than the actual like So that's kind of what I got from this movie was that when you're talking about them being grounded in reality... It's mm-hmm. like this was. Did Die Hard come out after this? No, Before this was ninety four. That Before? this is almost Die Hard three by now. Yeah. Okay. So this this was definitely. So when I, I mentioned many podcasts ago that I missed like the nineties action aesthetic, you know. Yeah. This was pretty much it. Like the even the way they mixed like the uh, most of the female characters' voices, like mm-hmm. especially Chun Li's, like she's kind of like she's soft, not soft spoken. She's like. Um, uh, she's kind of aggressive, but like soft, you know. She has, she has like that, uh, like a, that female format. And then the the like sarcastic delivery, kind of with every single line, mm, and yeah. everybody kind of looks look vaguely sweaty with some like burn marks on their skin, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it seemed like they were like, okay, we're gonna have Street Fighter, but it's gonna follow most of the Die Hard rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, like you know, that's kind of like the vibe that you get with this also on like a, a, an eighth of the budget. Yeah. There there was like random blood too and and the spit scene. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't look like spit on his shoulder. Where like it cuts back to Ken and it looked like he got shat on by a bird. It was supposed to be like spit. I thought it him and Ryu had some fun time. Oh, right. Gosh. Maybe he like splooged all over <laughs> his shoulder. <laughs> Ken Masters. Oh. It, I don't know. It's like you said, Josh. Like, had you not known the characters beforehand, I wouldn't have known that they were supposed to be associated with each other. Yeah, it was like a Sense Eight uh, episode. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, somebody out there who knows Street Fighter lore better, let me know. But I don't think that they were necessarily like close friends in the game. I oh, thought they were Ken more like, yeah, I thought they were like friendly rivals. But um, they do what all they, sleep they were together. both trained by, I think the same person. I think um, I remember Splinter? that. I can't remember if like one it, was, it was one was actually a trainer of the other. I can't remember if the, if that's true or not. Uh, there's actually I was reading a little bit before we got on here about the the lore. Apparently, after two, there's actually quite a bit of lore, but it's all crazy convoluted. Like five comes before uh, five comes before four, and four comes after three. It's just weird. Like. <laughs> Or four, oh, gotcha. four comes before three. It's just it's like the Fast it, and Furious movies. Yeah, it's a little just a little wacky. So or the uh, X Men uh, uh, series was yeah. X Men. Uh, well, I don't even think that they intended to have any real storyline. This game was just a really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, had really good controls. The the all the people worked well together. There wasn't someone on this game that you could fight with and not be like. Oh, I could probably win against someone else, you know. Like then mm-hmm. some of these games, like the, some people are really good and some people are just awful. But you know, it's pretty well rounded in all the characters. So I love Capcom. The, the lore 
for Ken and Ryu that I remember was mm-hmm. they were both trained under Sheng Long. Yeah. Um, and, but I don't think that they were necessarily like close friends. Like they weren't like Double Dragon. I think yeah. they they, and they but they weren't necessarily like rivals either. They were just kind of like always competitive. Um, and the, but the whole thing is Sheng Long was also like a troll from Capcom. He never existed, but to this day they keep teasing him as a secret character. That's cool in the game, and to the point where I think like EGM magazine or something like that, yeah, like even featured like a whole April Fool's Day like spread, made artwork and everything, and like Photoshop. Well, this is before Photoshop. They like put him into the game screen caps ah. and stuff to the point where all of us kids we thought he was real. You know, we spend like lots of money at the arcade trying to get this character. <laughs> wow! I just read here online that uh, Guile uh, it has uh, Ken Masters is his brother-in-law. Huh. <laughs> so, I don't know if I remember that. I don't. Uh, that's probably sure. much later. I don't think that's in these yeah. two games. So I don't. I know. wonder if that lore was part of the uh, cartoon movie. Possibly. Yeah. Something like that sounds familiar. I feel like they just kind of after the second game, there really wasn't that much lore, and they were just kind of like, "Oh wow, Mortal Kombat has a little bit of lore. Hey, let's let's actually try to get some in here." And you know, all the games after two was just weird anyway. So, um, I'm good. This is interesting. Uh, I was just was curious. I looked up the guy who played Zangief because, like, yeah. what is he doing now? He's from Philly, of course. Nice. <laughs> so I mean, he's six five. Man, he looks like the he, character. He's a bodybuilder. Um, but they said he was on a vacation visiting a friend in in L.A. and uh, he got spotted by a talent scout. It's like that story that doesn't happen. And then yeah. Joel Silver hired him. That's crazy for a movie with Bruce Willis. Wow, that's great. <laughs> but. It also looks like Street Fighter might be the most notable thing he's done besides... It looks like he was in, like... He played Leatherface in a couple of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remakes in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, that's that's huge in the horror industry. Um, and he was various, like, villains in other movies. Like, or it looks like he was in Lois and Clark as one villain for one episode. Mm. So, so not a bad career. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. I loved all the, like line like the one-liners in this movie or even even like the small speech that like that guile gives where he's like who wants to go home and who wants to go with me and they're like yeah Yeah. (laughs) like just all these like the government or even uh even raul julia is and bison where he's like you know for you like that was the worst day of your life but for me it was just tuesday (laughs) that that was the one line i did remember from the movie Mm. that was like that was you know what whoever wrote that line did not write the rest of the script yeah that's true like that was that was rough. Like I felt I have no emotional connection with Chun Li throughout the entire movie, mm-hmm. even though I was supposed to. If he and could she, have fought, like I really feel like he would have been like the like really really close to actually what the game was. And I I think he was a great actor in the movie, and I think he fit like the look. But you know, I'm sure because he was so sick at that time, like that he just couldn't do much. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think that Raul Julia was like the perfect casting, mm-hmm. but I get it. Like, you know, he's a big name at the time. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as Bison at first. But also, this was a different take, you know? Yeah. Because, like, like I said, like, I'm used to, like, he's jacked. You know, he is, like, a super soldier kind of thing. And, yeah. like, really Russian looking. Kind of. <laughs> was he supposed to be Russian? I don't know. Every time I've seen, like, the cartoons, he always has, like, the bigger nose and, like, the... He's I, always tall. He almost needs a monocle. Yeah, I guess he always kind of had this like vaguely communist look because of his outfit and everything. Mm. But he also like his name wasn't Bison though, was it Balrog? Who? M Bison is not supposed to be his name because M Bison was actually Balrog's name. 
um, because it was supposed to be a play on Mike Tyson. So it was supposed to be he was supposed name was supposed to be Mike Bison in hmm. M Bison in the game, and then they swapped those four boss characters' names hmm. because uh, that's crazy. Wait, hang on a sec. Um, M Bison's original name. It was one. Of, it was like Vega or Balrog or something. Original name. Uh, yeah. So wait, M Bison. Mike Bison was the boxer. Hmm. Balrog was what we know as M Bison. Okay. Um, they just got lost in translation. Wait, no. Wait, what? <laughs> the names in trans. Go. Wait, what? Okay, so the original. So, okay, so M Bison was the name for the boxing character that was Balrog. Mm. Vega was the name of the final boss that we know as M Bison. Mm. Balrog was the name for the claw person that we know as Vega. Mm. Oh wow, that's all mixed up. <laughs> yeah, they swapped them around because like it, it, that was the, how it was in Japan, and then when they ported it to America, they're like, okay, too many copyright things about trying to get Mike Tyson in this whole. <laughs> True. So they kind of shifted the names around, but it makes sense that a name like Vega would have been the final boss character. Mm-hmm. Interesting. However, Vega does kind of fit the Vega. I got his look just now. Yeah, I get it. I, like I said, I thought he was the best, one of the best castings in the movie. Yeah, yeah. like he pretty face. Even his story kind of fit. Like I didn't see he was the one, one of the ones that I didn't feel disjointed. Him and Zangief, I was like, mm. yeah, that seems like those people. Yeah, he's a cage fighter. He's, <laughs> you know, the whole reason he had the mask on is because he's so vain that he wants to cover his face. You're so vain. I love I think, Zangief like turn into good at the end. Like he just doesn't. He's just too stupid to know that he's working yeah. for a dictator killing people. Yeah, like, you're, getting you're getting paid. You're getting paid. You know what was interesting? I don't know if they meant to do this, but it kind of painted this like social commentary on like because M Bison did present throughout most of the movie that he was trying to like fight for like some sort of like um like a hive mind, you know. Mm. And in his mind, it would have been a better world because it would have been like Bisonopolis or whatever stupid name he called it. Yeah, yeah. that was silly. Um, but it reminds me of like kind of actually you know 2020 politics like. You know, like, no, the world that I'm dreaming of is the best, even though it doesn't benefit anybody but me. Exactly. <laughs> it's right. like, oh, no, okay. I'll so bring timely. in the utopia, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, but I don't know. It, there was so many characters that just didn't pay off the way that, you know, you want. I, I don't know. Yeah. That is very true. I feel like all of, all of them uh, lacked what I wanted. Like each of the characters, especially Chung Lee, because I really love her as a character. I think that's it's always important to bring across the 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 real feelings of when you're playing it in the arcade. Is like she's flipping around, and she's kicking with her legs. Like we want to see that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So I just looked up the actor that played Vega, and I don't know if any of you guys are familiar, but there's a YouTube series called Superpower Beatdown. Yeah, and it's, I've heard of it. So it's really cool. They usually get like stunt actors to portray different characters, and then they they play out. I think the end result is based on a vote with the audience who would win in a fight. And I think was it like Batman versus Scorpion or something like that was one of them. And so there's an episode with Ryu versus the Green Ranger. And I think for the Green Ranger, they actually got um, what's his face Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> what's his face? <laughs> I don't know the, his real to name. be the because he, he I think he owns the outfit and the rights to use it or something. Mm. So he actually plays himself a lot. Is his name like Michelle? 
No, no. Oh, gosh. So I should he, know this. So in the Ryu versus Green Ranger episode of Superpower Beatdown, uh, that actor plays Vega in that episode That's as well. That's cool. That's yeah. interesting. Jason David, Jason David Frank. Yes. Which is funny because he played Tommy, but he was his name was Jason. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll always be Michelle to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I loved all the little things going around in the background, though. Like it almost was like an air, like an airplane. Like there's always something going on, like over the intercom or something. And it was just yeah. There's so many little things you can peel away from the movie Airplane that's just hilarious. Like there's right. there's like stuff like this all the time where I was like, if somebody throws a hand grenade at you, don't run, throw it back. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple other ones were like. Yeah, I remember Cruise one where they were like... for sale, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, like, it was in the market where they were reselling all the UN, or not the UN, the AN yeah. um, stuff. <laughs> yeah, you have to attach your own, like, bomb or something. Yeah. yeah. The, the one that caught me was, like, on the, the female voice in the Shadowloo headquarters. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just a r- reminder, you are responsible for your own health care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. Which, that, so was, great. that was pretty funny, because it was, like, the idea that you would join as a, a dispensable soldier mm-hmm. in, like, a world basically a, a nazi mm, right yeah um and then like the thing you don't you don't get health insurance <laughs> but it's like a power wa- rangers like nazi because like all those helmets were like awful yeah. well it's like a stormtrooper kind of thing <laughs> yeah. yeah where it's like you're, you're basically going into this thing where like you know even if you don't know that you're gonna die all of us know because you're yeah. dispensable you're going into a combat situation you know yeah. i yeah. guess that's not too far from the truth though because i get that maybe that's a accidental commentary on like vets in the United States or something, you know? Like, or like some just darkness, yeah. <laughs> like I said, like it's this movie, like it goes like so far one way and then it's like, oh no, let's go back to the real world. Like, like no, no, no. I like the fun world better. Let's go that way. <laughs> you know? Did you watch... Let's go back to the boat. Did you watch the credits? No, no. I didn't have time. They had, they had so many... They, like they had all... I, I'm assuming they were outtakes or I don't know if they had men on purpose of all those um, announcements. Oh, I didn't even know, man. I gotta they watch didn't that make now. any. They didn't make any sense to me. It was like there was radio announcers, and it was like dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird, silly. It, it, it's something like like well, this morning when you wake. Well, no, they couldn't have been outtakes because they were talking about the end of the movie. They're like, you know, it's like well, maybe M. Bison has something to think of it. Aha, uh-huh, from his grave. He was like, was that was that a laugh thing? It was supposed to like. Gosh. And then, and then you the, see his hand. Then the very end, the computer brings him back to life. Like there's gonna be a sequel. Oh gosh. Like it's so dumb. And they're, but they're, he died in real life. Logic, <laughs> no, but see, their logic behind how um, he got back, brought back to life at the end of the credits, was that the solar panels were recharging. Oh my goodness! That was the explanation. Solar one, panel one, one but, battery was operational, uh-huh. and then when they initiated the restart, it was it was successful, and that's when you see his hand bust through. It's so weird because, like, I think. So I, 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 I looked at the rental versus the buying. So I'm just going to buy this because like if I end up liking it kind of, then I'm going to like regret. I'm not going to get it because I already spent four bucks on it. Yeah. I don't know if it was necessarily worth 15 bucks, but I think if I watch it again from now on, I'm literally just going to start it like 45, 50 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. The third act is definitely the best. Because it, it gets close. Like I want took forever. I would love this to be like a nostalgic thing where like, oh, remember 90s movies when they take the entire movie to become the characters we knew? Uh, I don't. I still don't. I didn't like that then. I still don't like it now. Yeah, yeah. Like the only characters I liked, like that I thought were spot on, were like the ones like Vega, who were just he was Vega from the beginning. Yeah. Even M Bison, he was he was M Bison from the beginning, sure. Mm-hmm. And he had the outfit. He looked like M Bison. You knew who he was. You know. Yeah. Uh, Zangief, even even though I think he didn't take off his shirt till the end, kind of deal. Um, yeah. 
and also you know Ken and Ryu like they didn't get their like I don't know colors their colors until the end but it's also they're just like everybody else in the <laughs> in the community gym there and Bisonopolis or whatever <laughs> yeah I think I mean if I was a hardcore Street Fighter fan I wonder if, if anybody's listening is a hardcore Street Fighter 2 fan was it upsetting the reason they gave people outfits because like Ryu and Ken the backstory of them getting their outfits being that it was actually like an M. Bison uniform sounds upsetting yeah yeah. And and like Chun Li's outfit coming from basically being a concubine, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that outfit was given to her. It wasn't given. It was forced on her. Like yeah. she was being prepared to like go service M Bison after the fight. You know, right. yeah. Because they, they made a, an allusion to it that like M Bison's Bisonopolis was part brothel. Yeah. She's like, what if I could pay you and more? And these two girls come out behind the veil. I'm like, no, 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 not right now. It's like every dude is rejecting women right now. I know. <laughs> this doesn't <laughs> make sense. Was so funny to me. I loved uh, the part where Chung Lee like breaks in or whatever, and like she's gonna go look for some information or whatever oh. it was, and she finds Guile under the sheet, and it's like, wait a minute, this he, is this is movie logic. How long has he been waiting there, and how I did he that, know who's coming? I said that when we were watching, I was like, was he just waiting for <laughs> just somebody to show up, taking a nap with the blanket <laughs> over his face? He's She'll like, be here soon. My scheme worked. Yeah, <laughs> I think like, she's gonna come find me. This works out the plot so well. Exactly. Makes no sense in real life. Plot. You know, something I <laughs> something I did like that was accidental or like not intentional for them was uh this is kind of nineties but also kind of B movie, is that like nothing on everything was clearly a set, you know? Mm-hmm. So for example, this happened a lot of times, but one thing I remember the most was when E Honda finally like ripped his shirt off and became E Honda and then he did he like bust through a wall like the Kool-Aid man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And those bricks, like they I, I genuinely believe that that wall at Bisonopolis was made of styrofoam. Yes. Yeah. From that thing, because it had no weight to any of the blocks. It was like he dust out. and shit. It was well, even, weird. even just like, it's like a brick would, like, he bust through, and then something, uh, one of the blocks or bricks that was falling would, like, you know, fall on his shoulder, just like roll off, like it was made of styrofoam or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It looked bad. But I like that as the kid, like, that's the kind of stuff I kind of wanted to see more of in this movie, is that mm. go all the way that way. Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah. like, if it would have went all the way to that, like, odd, funny, liked video game era, like, rather than trying to ground it in real life, it would have been much more enjoyable. Exactly. Yeah, I, I wanted, I kind of want the the movie to be from, like, DJ's point of view. That's <laughs> fact. Just because the whole time, he, you remember when uh, uh, M. Bison was kind of giving, like, his big, like, uh, third act villain monologue? He was like, and we, the defeat is now part of probability, but we will stand together. And meanwhile, in the background, DJ's like, shimmy off. <laughs> He's like, nap time for DJ. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> Peace. And then everybody just keeps missing each other, but in real life, yeah. they would have seen each other. You know, like DJ went to the vault to steal the money that he found out later. It was like the bison bucks. <laughs> yeah. But like two seconds later, Ken runs in. Like, you would have run each other, to each other in the hallway. Yeah. Getting to this room, being that close to each other. Mm um once again would have been fine except they had already established all this realism supposedly Mm -hmm. it's really funny because like the gig you got like you know the allied nations or whatever versus you know bison and his crew and both of them are very uh they have a a million different nationalities and everything in them like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just like we got a jamaican guy (laughs) we got a guy from india we got a guy from here and there like china like we got a Samoan. We got like it's just all They're over the trying place. To represent <laughs> seriously the yeah. world, which I get because that was kind of part of the game. Yeah, but 
It's just yeah, funny it was, that it doesn't feel like it fits together. You know, it's like the Olympics. <laughs> no, DJ was like, m- m- like moderately offensive stereotype. Of <laughs> he wasn't quite as bad as like a Jar Jar Binks or something. You know, but, yeah. But like, it was just kind of like, huh? Okay. The only thing they could have done worse was just like have him like throw on some reggae music and smoke a joint or something. Yeah. You know, I think I was like, great news. No, that's horrible news. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love the moments with Zangief that are still memeable to this day. People who've never seen the movie will see these Zangief memes where he's like, he's like, hurry, change the channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quick his face reminds me of like Vince when he says stuff. He's like, hurry, change the channel. All the, the eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. and the... <laughs> oh, man. The I truck mean... is yeah flying towards the base. <laughs> and everybody's staring at the screen. It's so funny. <laughs> she had time to set up all these like video stuff for him to watch and all this other stuff. Still doesn't like do anything. Like, oh, I destroyed your weapons. Why don't you just kill him? You know. Like, yeah. yeah. It was definitely like a kids' bop revenge story. <laughs> like, oh, we're all when, caught afterwards. Yeah, it was even when they got cut and whipped and stuff at the end. It was like, so the whips on like uh, whip marks on E Honda's back and stuff is like, I don't know where I see the blood, but I don't see the cuts. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> it's got to still be PG thirteen or whatever for kids. Yeah, which that part wasn't bad. I mean, all that stuff is part of that nineties aesthetic that I kind of mentioned before. Mm-hmm. It was most, I guess, most of my problem was of like I couldn't, like you said, I couldn't follow the story or like the in story logic. Yeah, I'm like, you got to tell me what line of thought I'm following here. <laughs> <laughs> like, do they have superpowers or they do they not? Well, kinda. <laughs> I <guess. laughs> I wonder. If- I wonder if uh, Screen Rant's done a pitch meeting for this yet, because this would be Jeez. like excellent for ripe for a pitch meeting. I'll tell you that. Yeah, this would the, the pitch meeting would be as long as the movie. Yeah, to explain <laughs> all the crap that's in it is just. Oh. I mean, it was at the end. It was kind of fun, but like I said, I think if I watch it again, I'm just going to skip the first act and a half mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, and it's kind of like Venom. I'll have it on the background while I'm like cleaning, which is happening a lot nowadays. You know, mm. like cleaning or like reorganizing something. And stuff, but I don't think I'll watch it intently like I did this time to make sure I caught stuff. If it's not for the comedy, I would have not enjoyed it. That's true. So true it, that dude. Yeah. The, the action sequence. I hope the whoever choreographed the fights got better because every fight scene was so disappointing. Yeah, especially the one Just, versus M Bison. But you got to know that like he's he was so sick at that point in time. Like to take full advantage of that, I'm sure would not have been cool. Well, not even, just that. You could tell the whole movie just had this thing, you know, where like the yeah. movie's called Street Fighter. Exactly. There's no like, real fights in it. <laughs> yeah, it felt like they were, they didn't have a fight coordinator. For sure. They had a couple cool vignettes, you know, of like, oh, he's going to scissor kick and she's going to do a backflip. Mm-hmm. The most we saw really was the Ken and Ryu, Ryu, whatever. Yeah, but even then, when there was those fights, that should have been like, you know, with a movie like that's called that has fighter in the name, <laughs> yeah. should have been like Crouching Tiger level like choreography. You know, right. yeah, should have really been like, if, like some kung fu. If movie. Nothing else in the story made sense. We should all have been like that fight scene though. Yeah, mm. something to take away. There's from. not a single fight scene in the movie we can been like, oh, Street Fighter had that one fight scene. Yeah. That's kind of messed up. The only one I can remember is the Godzilla one. <laughs> yeah, and even even the Mortal Kombat movie that I, I didn't love it. But, you know, most people did, like, you know, outside of the franchise, Mortal Kombat, were like, oh, that was, you know, I think, Josh, you said your grandparents liked it or something. Yeah. It's For- like, even that movie, it was all right, but that, everybody talks about, like, man, that fight scene between Johnny Cage and Scorpion. For me, it was, was badass, seeing you know? that thing come out of Scorpion's hand the first time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but well, I'm talking about the fight choreography. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. fight scene with Johnny Cage and Scorpion. It was good. Yeah. Like everybody talks about that yeah. now, you know. And yeah. I think they even added it after the fact, right? Because even they knew they're like, we can't have a fighting movie without like a really dope ass fighting scene, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I also think that like Mortal Kombat in general, the story, the plot, um, the where it's kind of you know it's based in the in the universe, it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And you're already in. You're already in the costumes. You're already in everything else. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. I wish that they were in the Mortal Kombat movie. They were in the costumes more. But we'll talk about that whenever we go back and watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Street Fighter stuff. Yeah, I just wish that they would. Like, I want to see the movie that started at the end pose of this movie. Like, what <laughs> happened directly after that? You know? Yeah. Because it's kind of. Did, did you see the Gem movie, Josh? Oh yeah, I remember I got the. Uh, oh, that's right. I took the girls, girls to go see it for free. At so the, yeah, one of those, you know, whatever watch things for the yeah. company. Did you, did you see the after credits? I think so. Yeah. With Kesha. Yeah. So the moment that happened, I was like, "This is the movie I wanted to see." Yeah. Why wasn't Kesha in this movie? Like, where's the, you know, yeah, this, the, this the, was the origin. <laughs> but like. The story should have just started with the misfits, like Jim and never all that. That should just have been going on for years. Yeah, yeah they decided you know, to take. The, yeah, they should have just skipped that whole thing and just started with her being Jim already. Because, like, you know, like you're talking about knowing your audience with Street Fighter, mm-hmm. with this movie, they try to go in, like you said, Josh, like give everybody a reason, and the main characters give them all backstories, kind of like origin stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, something that most people in street fighter lord don't care about is where like why the fuck chun Li can do her lightning kick they don't care they just want to see her do it yeah you know so it's like i guess they kind of dropped in in the middle of stuff like the action started right away mm-hmm. like yeah. people were kidnapped all that stuff but at the same time it's like i i every character had exposition even chun Li, like they like they kind of gave a reason later but she just basically gave the audience exposition but to m bison mm-hmm. yeah and then that's when he was like I don't remember that. I was like, okay, so I guess she was trying to like tell him about it, but still, it was like a weird thing, and like everybody had a monologue like that. Yeah, you know? like, you're you monologuing. Yeah, <laughs> should just killed him. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me show you. I can break my chains. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, know. she hasn't aged. She's a vampire. Yeah, dude. She's like Keanu, awesome. Keanu Reeves esque. <laughs> you know. I love it. Love it. Oh, that gem movie is on Netflix now. Ugh. Ugh. You, you know, know what's what? funny. I don't, you know, I'm not going to out him. I'm not going to say his name, but so one one of my good friends, he works on a lot of like different movie stuff. Um, he was actually, I guess you can look him up anyway, but he's a music supervisor for this movie, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, not, not supervisor. He did the soundtrack, yeah. whatever, how you make sense of that. He did the soundtrack, but none of the songs on the soundtrack are in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a big licensing thing with Hasbro. Like they couldn't have the original gem songs in the gem movie, but they also couldn't have the songs that they curated for the soundtrack in the gem movie. I don't know how that worked. So he did the gem soundtrack, and so like I watched. That's the reason I watched the movie because it was on Netflix, and I was like, or not Netflix, Redbox. It was at Redbox, and I was like, well, eh, I did this movie, you know? I want to be able to talk to him next time I see him because he had just moved to LA at the time, mm-hmm. and so I saw it, and then I ran into him at a friend's birthday or something. Oh, his wife's birthday, that's what yeah. it was. And I was like, oh, okay, and then that's when I like, okay, Rod, here's your chance. The 15 minutes of gem knowledge you know from that movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, so I uh, so I watched the gem movie, and then I got to like, so you know, it was, it was all right. But the part where she decided to write the song, and he was like, stop, dude, I didn't even watch the movie. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't watch it. <laughs> so sad too, because you know, 
I was on forums, I think, at the time, and when it was like, oh, there's going to be a gem movie. And all these nerds, these dudes that like grew up, who probably at the time were like, I don't watch gem, but like totally mm-hmm. watched gem. <laughs> like, they were like, you know, it'd be awesome if it was like based in sci fi, you know, like, and you could have the holograms and like, you know, it makes her costume change and all this, like the stuff that's in the show. Like, if they did it right, it would be dope. Yeah. You like, know- people could be interested in like a sci fi kind of movie like that but they didn't it was like a disney movie i remember you mentioning that before and um it makes sense because i was like oh yeah because it's it's all like tech based right yeah the whole um, thing that the whole reason like her ear things change is because like a, there's like a hologram satellite or whatever that puts a hologram yeah. over her body so people yeah. can't see who she is it's like a it's like a it's like power rangers but not from a different planet it's like her father is is Zordon. I I kind of I got to figure out. I can't remember what was on before that because that Gem was one of those things that was created as like the girl's answer to one of the boys shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um not directly, but you know like something that they could package together in like it an just, hour slot. Yeah, it was a girl show that came so, on after a boy show. So like it however whatever that aired, I remember I think like when I finally thought about it, I don't know how any of the Gem episodes ended. Like I think I only ever saw the setups and then turning into Jim and stuff, and then by then I was playing with blocks again or something. There's a lot um, of drama. Yeah. Let me tell you that because my girl <laughs> would watch it. Because I think like it's a what, lot of fighting, cat fighting. Because yeah. at that at that age, I was with a babysitter because um, my parents both worked during the day and stuff. So she put us in front of the TV, and I I, I don't think it was GI Joe, but something like that. Like I think it was GI Joe. Was it GI Joe? Yeah. So they put everybody like all the kids. There's probably six or seven of us in this like kind of like daycare thing. And we'd all go watch TV, and whatever these two shows were, like Jem and whatever the boys show, G.I. Joe, I were, think it so, was, yeah, yeah. were so popular that it was just understood it was going to be on that channel, you mm-hmm. know? And so then all the boys would go up and watch G.I. Joe, and then it, as it was ending, like, you know, gradually, like, the group would shift, the girls would start filtering in, and the boys would, like, go play with whatever, you know, like, toys or stuff that in trouble road. or something. Mm. And so I remember seeing, like, the setup for so many episodes. Yeah. And being kind of intrigued about it because it's like, why don't GI Joes have holographic powers? Hmm. I just remember the <laughs> butler is constantly trying to wrangle these girls, and no, not the butler, the manager. Yeah, and, and the oh, manager yeah. is her, like a, a friend of her father's, but he's young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's like his her boyfriend or whatever, right? Or love interest of some sort. And there's just constant drama, yeah. Yeah, so, it's really like seriously. What if you watch any of it after the first couple episodes? It gets really, really uh, like soap opera. You know what it was? It wasn't GI Joe. It was Street Fighter. Just to like say that buzzword <laughs> ah. while we're talking about Jim. We speaking of the like going back to Street Fighter from what you're talking about with the the manager and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, I'm I'm genuinely wondering. I want to find some friends. We probably have somebody some friends that we know that either worked on or were in this movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, I want to find out like if whoever wrote it, if there was literally like a a, a studio checklist, you know, because it's like okay, soldier main hero, mm-hmm. like pseudo love interest, strong female character, down to like the suit that's annoying, but he was so shoehorned in there. Yeah. Like that guy telling him that he couldn't like to uh, go. That they were just gonna pay it, you know. No stuff. war. We're just gonna pay it had no bearing on the story no and they tried no. to give it a little bit more like later when they're like he's like talking to his like higher ups like oh no yeah the, he, they just went the, the rest of the army's back at the base and like they look back at the base and like they're yeah. just cooking food there like it's a couple a, of a people and a cat <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was funny but once again yeah they never came back to it they're like so what happened from that <laughs> no nah, you don't need to know <laughs> he got court-martialed i don't know right <laughs> he, well he did he was like 
it's not my problem anymore and then jumped on his Stealth tropical boat. thunder <laughs> yeah no no he said he said like he, he, the guy was like you gotta call your uh forces off and he's like well some idiot just fired me that's right and then he went all fucking <laughs> Hulk Hogan. thunder <laughs> we should we should watch tropic thunder <laughs> there you go that show is so dumb how can they make fun of it on the simpsons where it's like Quick, there's a there's a fjord or whatever, and they go down, they go down the water path or whatever. Yeah. Like, so there's just always a, a river or a fjord or whatever it is. Like, they, there's always water. There's always water to get the bad, catch the bad guy. But the boat, like, I don't know. That's so. It'll be interesting. You said gems on Netflix. Yeah, I think so. If it's not gem, maybe another movie is on Netflix. We should try this like Netflix party thing. Yeah, uh, that syncs the movie for all of us. That'd be cool. You know what'd be interesting is if we did that. And then recorded all our audio independent of the movie so that we don't have the movie in the audio, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then tell everybody, like, if you start at this point with us, with the movie, yeah. then all of our commentary would be like MSTK 3000 or whatever, you know? Like, oh, yeah. That, because you, you mentioned Jim, and I was like, I don't want to spend an hour talking about it, mm-hmm. but it might be funny of all our reactions to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> or not, I mean, not that movie, just another one. Like, like Eat Street Fighter would have been funny, you know, or something. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think it'd be more funny if we were like all together too, though. At the same yeah, time, yeah. like, but yeah, that's a that that's kind of I'm I'm kind of mixed on both of those. Yeah, it's funny <laughs> though. I like the idea. Well, I mean, like, it'd be funny if we could like have this correspondence like this where we all hear each other, right? Yeah, but then have the movie going at the same time. I don't know if the bandwidth can handle it, but. Just, I don't know, just, just the commentary on stuff, because I know there's stuff that I missed that during me. was like, what the fuck? Like, what did that happen? <laughs> that would be so great. great. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy Street Fighter, and we want to hear your comments or read your comments. If you want to rent it, it's three ninety nine on most services, or if you're like me and bought it for 15 bucks, then <laughs> there it is. It's right along the lines of, like, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yeah. And it's, like, not as bad i don't know yeah, i actually probably brothers. enjoy super mario brothers more super mario brothers if you don't think of it as a super I, mario brothers movie it's pretty good yeah i enjoy super mario's brothers more than this movie for sure yeah so but this this one was a i actually like that movie this one was a little weird um this movie not so much <laughs> <laughs> r.i.p raul julia Aww. i do I, on the other hand, love the anime, the yeah. old old Street Fighter anime that has Alice in Chains is one of the songs in it. Like mm-hmm. I just love that. Mo- oh, that I don't think I've movie. ever seen that. I'm gonna have to get that. Yeah, there was a lot of animated movies that were really good because they because it, it it is able to give us the characters we knew. You know, like yeah. everybody can be like big and bulky, and you can yeah. see like their muscles rip and the superpowers and, and stuff. All the agility and mm. dexterity. Yeah. What whatnot i think next but, week guess, uh what if we do another movie next week we should do like a little thing at the beginning of like news because a little bit of news does come out okay yeah yeah but, let's do it so and we, also what what movie we're we doing i don't know man uh mm. what was i i was thinking something earlier i can't i can't remember now um oh um uh gosh girl tank girl Oh, Tank, Tank Girl. Girl, yeah. yeah. Look it up. I've never seen it. That'd so be a good one. I don't. I remember loving it, but I haven't probably seen it for twenty years. Same okay. here. Let's let's do Tank Girl. So check it. Te- check it next week for Tank Girl. Also leave suggestions. And I'm interested if you genuinely like the Street Fighter Two movie or Street Fighter movie, mm-hmm. just defend it down below. I mean, you you don't even have to think it's good because I mean, like I thought Venom was fun, but I think it's a bad movie. 
Yeah. And I have my defenses of that. Same with Aquaman, you know? Mm. I think they're horrible movies. They're, they're this, fun. This had this was a horrible movie that had funny moments. Mm. Yeah. Like I could super cut this into a twenty minute <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like thing. what's that new sh- new thing, Quibby? They could just make that ten minutes. Here you there go. There you go. Yeah. Let's quibby this. <laughs> so yeah, well thanks for joining us this week. That's right. You heard it here on Yellow Spandex. <laughs> make sure to come back n- next time. We'll be talking about what we just talked about, you Street know, Fighter? just a second ago. <laughs> you know, not the, the the main thing we were talking about. You know, the 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 side thing that we had just said like not too long ago. Jim, no, no, that's too far <laughs> now. It's too far back. That's the other side thing. So, so you guys, you come back on, come back now. <laughs> come on, All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go make a sandwich. <laughs>